Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Vera Shafiq podcast, real and relevant discussions on business, marketing, technology, and digital. I'm your host, Vera Shafiq, and I talk to people in business and marketing who care about doing marketing the right way and want to be proud of the work they do. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and review, and I hope you enjoy the show. And talking of doing marketing the right way, are you a digital marketer looking to sharpen the saw when it comes to your professional skills? In that case, I highly recommend the University of Florida Digital Marketing Certification. I'm honored to be a member of the steering committee for this program, which has been developed for marketing professionals of all levels and teaches you how to apply principles and techniques that drive success in marketing in the digital age. In this course, you'll get to solve real world challenges and use practices developed by top companies, while digital marketing experts and professional instructors guide you through every step. Visit the link in the show notes for more info. And now let's dive into this week's episode. Well, hello. Today I want to talk about a thorny topic, if ever there was one in the world of marketing, and that is marketing attribution. In many ways, marketing attribution is the holy grail of marketing. It's uh, something that every marketer wants to understand and get to the bottom of. Many a night of sleep has been lost over understanding marketing attribution. Uh, and, you know, I want to say it's something that hasn't been figured out yet. It's still pretty much something that we tend to directionally understand, but we don't have an accurate understanding of it. So before I dive in any further, let me just break it down as to what marketing attribution is. In a nutshell, it's the way in which marketers assess the value or ROI of the channels that they are using to uh, connect to potential customers. And this includes both online and offline channels. So how are my campaigns driving success for my business? In other words, if I'm running paid search, paid social, programmatic, CTV, linear TV, email marketing, uh, out-of-home marketing, uh, direct mail, all of these channels, which are the channels that are actually driving performance for my business? And really, there's no clear-cut answer to that because they all tend to work together as a well-oiled machine, if you're doing things right, to drive business outcomes. We can't say that paid search is the one channel that works because otherwise everyone would be just using paid search. We can't say that paid social is the channel that drives conversions because otherwise that would be the channel that everyone picked. But we really need to understand how each channel is working towards driving conversions, sales, and revenue. And it's become harder and harder really to understand that just because of the number of channels that we now have available to us, as well as the change in behavior of consumers. Consumers now have so much choice as to where they can um, learn about new products, research new products, and then eventually buy new products. And so their journey is kind of like the flight of a butterfly. So if you think about a butterfly, it flutters from one flower to the next, from one garden to the other. And um, eventually, you know, a consumer will do the same thing. They will 
flutter around from channel to channel, from platform to platform, and eventually they'll convert, right? But we want to understand the value of each of those touch points, of each of those channels, and be able to draw a really clear picture as to how we move forward with our marketing strategy. So, you know, as I mentioned, attribution has been a beast. And with the walled gardens, Google, Facebook, Amazon, um, you know, it's been even harder to, to get some kind of attribution in place. Each of the walled gardens, incidentally, have promised their own type of attribution modeling and attribution tools, but nothing's really ever materialized. So Google promised um, a, an amazing solution to marketing attribution, but it never actually really happened. I mean, there is the attribution tool there available uh, to us, but it hasn't really given us the picture that we've all been looking for. Uh, same with Facebook. Say, Facebook has its attribution tool. And to some extent, Amazon also does have an attribution tool, but none of these tools have been super helpful. So now we are looking at some even bigger challenges because we have privacy regulations that are coming into effect. Cookies are disappearing soon. And now it's going to be even more increasingly difficult uh, to figure out how the conversions are happening across devices and across channels and across various touch points. So what's a marketer to do in this situation? Well, firstly, you want to make sure that your settings in your marketing platforms move away from the last touch attribution. You don't want to be looking at last touch. Set your attribution to something that's a little bit more realistic and that mimics the consumer journey that I just explained. So you can use data-driven attribution modeling in Google. That's a good selection because that takes all of your touch points and combines them into, you know, the optimized version of what your consumers are doing and then optimizes your campaigns based on that. So this is really an optimization technique and you want to tell Google to look at data-driven or position-based or something other than last click. And again, this is going to depend on your individual business, what your sales cycle looks like, what your consumer behavior looks like. But that's one thing that you can do. And, and these settings are available for you to switch. But then other than that, what you want to do is look at your marketing results as a holistic vision. So you want to take a look at how each channel affects the other and you want to look at the halo effect. So a halo effect is what happens when I add, for example, YouTube video marketing to my paid search campaign, right? So I've got paid search running. I add YouTube to that and I look at the, the results. Now, the metrics for that YouTube campaign are not necessarily going to be immediately that great. You're not going to see direct conversions from a YouTube campaign. It's typically going to be a, a higher top of funnel type of campaign, although now there are ways to leverage YouTube for both top, middle, and lower funnel activity. But as a whole, a YouTube campaign is not going to drive immediate results. But what it is going to do is it's going to have a halo effect on your search campaigns. So if you implement a YouTube campaign, that upper level awareness and activity is typically going to drive users to search for the brand or the product on Google. And you will see your Google results improve 
and get better and, and see lifts in those numbers. And then over time, and again, as I said, it's not immediate. This is not a sprint. It's a marathon. You're going to start seeing the YouTube campaign actually drive its own individual results and conversions. So this is a way to start to look at your marketing mix as a holistic, well-oiled machine, as I mentioned before. Then you can start to put some attribution modeling in place. And this is kind of more of a manual methodology of doing it. But you can really start to get a better picture of how each of your channels, whether they be upper funnel, middle funnel, or lower funnel, are driving additional assisted conversions to your overall campaign. Now, while this method is going to give you some kind of idea of attribution, it's not going to be 100% accurate, and it's not going to be the silver bullet to figuring out exactly where you should be spending your marketing dollars, but it is going to give you uh, a decent idea of what's working, how it's working, and where you need to focus your uh, digital marketing dollars. Um, So it's directionally correct. Now, you know, if we start to look at more sophisticated methods of attribution, we can talk about uh, a couple things, which which I'm going to talk about now. Just bear in mind that these approaches are rather expensive. So small businesses are certainly not going to be able to really justify the, the cost and the expense of doing this. But I wanted to talk a little bit about them anyway. Um, and what's really being talked about a lot now is what's known as a unified marketing measurement system. And what this is, is it takes two tried and tested methods of figuring out attribution that marketers have used for a long time, and it combines them together to make a one plus one equals three type of effect. So um, the two methods are marketing mix modeling, also known as MMM and MTA, which is multi-touch attribution. And I think you've probably heard of both of these terms. And I wanted to just kind of explain a little bit about what each is and how they can combine together to create this unified marketing measurement system, which really is probably the ideal way of figuring out marketing attribution at this time. So let's talk firstly about... Uh, MMM, which is Marketing Mix Modeling. This is a high-level approach to understanding attribution. In Marketing Mix Modeling, we take high-level, longer-term historical data and look at it as more of a top-down analysis. So it's macro data. We take seasonality and economic factors, weather, the competitive market, things like that into account. And because it's such a high level analysis, it will be done over a longer period of time, usually quarterly or semi-annually. And so marketing mix modeling, again, because it's done over such a longer period of time and takes quite a heavy analysis to really come up with some meaningful and actionable insights on attribution, it can be quite expensive. And when I say expensive, it will be in the six figures to have something like this done either quarterly or semi-annually. But it is, like I said, a higher level approach and it's a top-down approach and it does give the ability to look at various channels, but more, you know, on a holistic, like on a high-level basis. So you're looking more at the actual channels themselves and understanding how they fit into overall performance. Then with multi-touch attribution, 
this is more of a user level granular media driven analysis so it's a bottom-up analysis and it's a lot more agile and nimble because it can be done on a daily basis and for this one you're actually looking at the user touch points so um, it's a, a lot more on the level of what the user's doing what's driving their actions and their behavior and how those conversions are happening based on what they're doing you know in their flight of the butterfly that i described earlier so these two methods have their own merit individually. Um, they can both, as I said, be quite expensive to get done properly. But, you know, individually, if you look at each one, there are gaps. And, you know, the granular approach may not give you as much insight into taking account of seasonality, competitive market, and the other things that I mentioned. It doesn't really look at all the other factors. And then marketing mixed modeling the more top level approach has its faults in the sense that you're not looking at it on a user level. You're not getting down to the nitty gritty of actual interactions. So what unified measurement is, is taking the two approaches and combining them into an approach which really gives you the best of both worlds. And this is something that um, is being heavily discussed now in marketing circles and something which can get us closer to that holy grail that I talked about. Again, it's not going to be ideal. It's not going to be exact. I don't know if we're ever going to get to a point where we have that exact attribution methodology, but this is definitely something that gets us closer. Am I saying that every business needs to deploy a unified measurement approach? Absolutely not. It's definitely not something that's justifiable uh, in terms of economics to be able to do that, especially if you're a smaller business or even a medium-sized business. It just really depends. But like, as I mentioned, it is six figures to get something like that done. Um, and it can reap the rewards because the ROI of getting something like that completed can actually help you gain better insights into your marketing activity and help you to optimize it and save money in the long run. So it really is a an individual business decision as to whether something like this would be employed, but just wanted to kind of throw it out there as part of the discussion here on marketing attribution. Well, that's it for today, folks. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did like what you heard, please subscribe to catch more episodes, and I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review and share with your friends and colleagues. Visit my website at virashafiq.com, connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Clubhouse, or send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time.